Hey, Alex. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm having some dissonance because I'm talking to you, but, you know, because you have no camera for your phone, I'm looking at a picture of your fiancé in lieu of an actual picture of you, so it's very confusing. Yeah, I don't know why it does that. (laughs) But that's okay. Would she have a better fantasy football team than you this year? Are you kidding me? What am I, 4-1 or 5-1? Well, don't spoil anything yet. We're not to the to the, to the meat of the sandwich. I say I'm on a roll. We're starting to get that little bit of that overconfidence coming back because you had really kind of been dropping the ball on that. Oh, what do you mean? I've been overconfident. I'm going to win the whole thing. I mean, you didn't really move me with that, but I will. I will defer to you. <laughs> How are you doing, Lucas? I'm I'm sorry. I uh I wasn't paying attention. I'm I'm just enamored with this just absolutely wonderful football game going on right now tonight. <laughs> They've got ten points halfway through the third. I mean that's gotta be beating last Oh week's. no no. There was just another field goal kicked. It's so exciting. Who hot dog. All right. Well I won't I'm a couple minutes behind, so I don't want things to be spoiled, but uh we shall see. All right, fellas, let's uh, let's get into it. We had a late start this week and tonight, so let's just kind of give the people what they want. All right, 10 for 10, so let's get started. Number one, word association, Lucas, Devontae Adams. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he cost me he cost me a win in two of my three leagues last week. Is that what he said to that cameraman? Is that why you're... No, that, if I was Devontae Adams, that was me taking out my frustration on my fantasy uh, teams and stuff last week. I mean, that was tough. There wasn't much time left in that game, and I'm not saying that to rub salt in the wound, but, like, Derek Carr's terrible. Like, when he throws a long ball, you rarely think it's going to connect, and he manages to hit two of them. Two of them for touchdowns to your guy, and he only had three catches overall. Yeah, it it kind of sucks to wait until Monday night, and kind of sucks to lose last minute, and it really sucks to lose two times in five games in the first five games that way. So yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Remind me, what was the other? What was the other trauma? Um, it was Week One against Carly, wasn't it? Where I lost oh, by geez. a Field point. Goal Yes, because they didn't decide to move the ball 10 more yards before trying to kick that field goal. Yeah, and I'm technically not counting my matchup against you when Jeff Wilson was one yard away from scoring a touchdown and, and making me win because that, like, that was like three minutes left in the game. So it really wasn't last minute, but it was close. Yeah, that. so was that like a hate drop when you did it? Because he's not a bad running back. Yeah, that was a it, it's tinker stinker time uh, in overdrive for me for sure. Um, I'm just making any old change because nothing is working. Which takes me to number two. The Moore household is a combined zero and ten. Hard to still be invested or uh, really digging in even more to try to make this turn this thing around. If this is NFL football, we're we're always invested. Um, it, are we having fun? No. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, wouldn't wouldn't that be great if it was the two of us? That wouldn't be great if it was the two of us in the nine ten game at the end of the season. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> hey, one of us will get a win because we play each other. So, what would have more hostile air in it if it was for the championship or it was for the ninth tenth place game? Uh, probably for the championship. Fair enough. Because hopefully, if the year of overconfidence, if Alex wins again, you know he's at least not going to be mean to you with your name and your logo. Uh, oh no, it'd be it'll be wonderful, no matter who gets to name my team. But um, I think I think Jason has uh, some say in the matter if if he were here as well. Yeah, well, we'll talk about him in a little bit too. But uh, next one. Alex, it is a nice luxury you have that you can bench Najee Harris um, for the nice combination of Nick Chubb and Brees Hall. But I got to ask just, you know, the question I ask every three weeks is, is Najee Wash like the, the new metric to pay attention to is last week, Jalen Warren played more snaps than he did. Now, partially that was game strip script, but still the fact is like your first round running back um, was on the field less than half the time a week ago. Yeah. The, um I think this was the first week last week where I was like, okay, this isn't going to pan out, <laughs> you know, because I think you keep asking me each week. It's like, are you worried yet? And I'm like, nah, nah, nah. And then last week happened, and I was just like, okay, I'm not even going to put him in next week. <laughs> I'm just going to put in Bryce Hall and hope for the best. But might have been a bust as my number one pick. But, I mean, I made picks elsewhere that turned out okay. Because, like, I mean, Nick Chubb turned out to be way better than I thought he was going to be. So I'm not worried about it overall, but. Am I bummed about it? Yes, because there are so many other people I could have gotten instead of him. Steve, question for you. Mm-hmm. In terms of first-round running back draft bus, I picked Kamara. He had Najee. Which one would you rather have at this point in the season? Kamara. I'm, I've, I actually offloaded um, Najee in a dynasty league in the offseason because I didn't buy it. He's only 3.9 yards a carry last season. It was a volume thing, so I think Kamara's got more talent. And I got two first-round picks for him, so I'm pretty excited about that. That uh, That's looking like a good trade right now. Yeah. All right. Uh, fantasy football aside, are you just looking forward to the Bills-Chiefs game this week? Uh, yeah, probably. Um, it, it's kind of hard to take the fantasy aspect out of it in the regular season. Um but if this was a playoff game, which it has been recently, um, absolutely, uh, that, that'd be a fun one to watch. Um, that's, that's probably going to be a high score, I would hope, uh, and, and not in terms of field goals like these past couple Thursday night games. So, yes. no, should be a good one. I think this is a good week to be playing Carly if I got to play when I can, can, I can roll out uh, Patrick Mahomes in that matchup. Give it. You guys have any action in that game? I can't remember. Uh, it depends on if I play Gabe Davis. Yeah, that's a tough one. Because mm-hmm. he was a big loss, but it was still only on three catches. That's a hard thing to trust. It's a high ceiling, and it's a really low floor. If it's not Gabe Davis, who's it going to be? Oh, boy, now you're asking me to remember who's on my team. Sorry. Ask Alex about the the Chiefs Bills, and I'll get back to you. What about you, Alex? Uh, I know you're probably the most passionate NFL fan in the group. Are you looking forward to the Chiefs Bills? 
No. Well, I'm probably going to watch it, if I'm honest. So, but I mean, I'm not like desperately looking forward to it. I think just the Lions, my interest in the NFL is very much put into how well they're doing. And uh, it's still early, but like this is also their bye week, so I don't have anything to watch. So I'm probably going to watch that game. So I was actually going to ask if you're going to go the other direction since the Lions weren't playing. Were you even going to watch any football this week? Yeah, I was. I'm, I'm kind of bummed because last, not last week, but I think the week before, I didn't get to watch any football because I was busy over the weekend. But like, I'm still going to probably watch the Chiefs Bills. So <laughs> that's kind of a big game, and I got to support my boy J. Dot. So. I know he's your spirit player there. He's your young way coup, if you will. But do you have any action in the in the game? Uh, no, nope. <laughs> if it's a great team, my team probably isn't based off of it. I mean, my starting quarterback mm-hmm. is from the Detroit Lions. Uh, I have a Jets running back starting, uh, and then what? My number one wide receiver is from the Vikings, which is an okay team, but still, <laughs> hey. I'm not necessarily banking off of uh, having teams on uh, players on good teams. Goff isn't playing against Bill Belichick this week, so you should be fine. Unreal. I, I yeah, yeah. What Bill Belichick was able to stop his checkdown passes. What pro defense? <laughs> no. You still think Dan Campbell's a good coach? Yes. No. 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 I think he's a good coach. I just think he, he ran up against an actual NFL coach last week. I think it's significant they didn't have Amon, but I, I guess they didn't have him the week before, and they did all right. Yeah, they I don't did. know. If, I don't know if this is 100% correct, but I think 33% of their team was injured going into that game, <laughs> and that's not a joke. And then well, four uh, defensive backs went down during the game. And you go for it on five fourth downs, and because we have no kicker, and yeah, no, I I get it. I mean, they should. Like, what's he, he going to do? Like he's literally like bringing it, like they're like, okay, let's bring people up from the practice squad, and then the practice squad gets hurt, and then they're like, well, now who? So it's like I don't blame him, and like our offensive line is supposed to be the best part of it, but then they start getting hurt, and it's like, well, what do you do? You're gonna get a bye week because that's what you're gonna do. Yep. Hopefully, uh, well, much needed bye week. All right. So take me back, Lucas. What uh, before we pawned off to Alex? Who's the uh, if it's not Gabe Davis? It's well, and I was gonna touch on this a little bit. Uh, T. Higgins just killed me last week. The fact that he had the 8 o'clock game and was questionable, I had to go with him, and he didn't play. I, mean, I think he played, but he had zero points. So, again, one catch wins that game for me. Um, and now as I go and look, uh, he has a questionable designation and now projected at zero points. So that will make the decision easy for me. Um, okay. Davis will go in for Higgins. Otherwise, it's between him and Dobbins. Um and I probably would still put him in over Dobbins, to be honest. I'm just never going to trust a Ravens running back, so I think you're right there. All right. We have had one trade since the podcast last happened and one, an additional one that isn't the pending uh, two-day review. So we'll start with the trade that was. Lucas, Chris Olave for Devontae Smith, you taking on Chris Olave. How are you feeling about that? Well, if I said bad, that'd kind of be stupid because I was the one that proposed the trade. <laughs> well, you can say bad because he got the concussion in the first game. Uh, no, it's it's fine. I I I feel I'm going to give a, a, a biased opinion on this, so I'd love to hear the, your thoughts on you two. I actually, 
I think you win the trade, but I'm not going to be hyperbolic and talk about how it was a terrible trade. I think what you can look at is you're taking on Devontae Smith is, well, last week I think it was 10 catches, 87 yards. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but that's a darn good week. Um, the offense in Philadelphia is more high octane than the offense in New Orleans. And A.J. Brown has been injured every year of his career, so he goes down. The sky's the limit for Devontae Smith. So there's a lot of paths for this guy to be great. But uh, So I would like I like your side of it more, but there's a reason to like the other side of it too. Yep, the thing I liked about Olave is that he had a consistently high target share. Um, and that's really what I look at a lot with the wide receivers. And if you look at Smith, um, he, he's had a high target share in the two weeks that he's had good points. And in the other three weeks, it's been very low. So it hasn't been a consistent, um, yeah. always, you know, eight to nine targets a game sort of thing. He's had 10, he's had 11 and 12, which is great. That's the volume you want. Uh, but Alave's been, more consistently growing in the target share and and sustaining it, so that's what I that's what attracted me to it. Yeah, I don't watch much Philadelphia, so I can't speak to Devonte Smith beyond the stats. But Olave, I see more of his games. The kid looks good. Good. All right, so I'm going to revisit a topic from last week. Manning greater than Brady. Anyone want to argue, or are we moving on to the next thing? Mm, in what way? Thank you. So my case for Eli, not Eli, because he's terrible. My case for Peyton Manning is better than Tom Brady, summed up in a few quick bullet points. Tom Brady got injured and tore his ACL. The Patriots went 10 and 6 that year. Peyton Manning gets injured in offseason. The Colts go 2 and 14 and draft his replacement, Andrew Luck. Tom Brady has been coached by Bill Belichick and Bruce Arians who has made every quarterback he's played, he's coached. Sorry, I'm phrasing that poorly, but every quarterback he's coached has had their their best portions of their career with him. Peyton Manning had Uncle Creepy and Tony Dungy. The end. Oh, Jim Caldwell? Jim Caldwell. Dungy was a good coach. I, he was not a bad coach, but no, if you gave me where I would rank who I'd want, it would be Belichick. Strictly from an offensive standpoint, I'd rather have Arians and then it's Coach Dungy and then six miles behind is Coach Creepy. I don't know. Doesn't Bill Belichick only have two wins this year? I'd be pretty happy if the Lions had two wins right now. Yeah, but one of those wins is against the Lions. So it's like a half a win. Look, yeah. Brady left, they went 8-8, eight and eight, and then they went 10-7. and seven. I don't think the sky fell, but – Look, I'm not saying Brady sucks. I'm saying of the two of them, I think Manning made more of his own versus Brady was surrounded by, uh, was put in a better position. Yeah, but then Brady went to the Buccaneers and won a Super Bowl. Yeah, with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and the aforementioned Bruce Arians, who makes, he made Jameis Winston a thing in fantasy football. Mm-hmm. All right. Fair enough. I know you were just letting me have fun and take take that exercise out for a walk, so I appreciate you. I won't stay here too long. I will move us along. I know right, you have um, that ready, and I wanted to make sure you got to read it. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I did, I'm sorry. I got so excited about that. I didn't finish the other one up. So, Lucas, you you were biased. You laid off of the first one. I'm involved in the second trade, so I will lay off. I'm trading George Kittle to Luke to Jason, pardon me, and taking on Kyle Pitts. 
thoughts? Uh, yeah, fair trade. I voted yes. It's it's an honest fair trade. I laughed. I'm like, oh, there he goes for Pitts again. Uh, so I was not surprised to see you try to get Kyle Pitts. Um, he, I feel, has more upside. Uh, Kittle's coming off a little bit of an injury, isn't he? Uh, and I have mm-hmm. my my dynasty and the quarterback situation. Well, Garoppolo's still pretty decent. Anyway, Pitts, I've been told, has much higher upside. Uh, it has yet to be seen, um, but I know you're trading for potential and you don't need a starter. Um, so really, it's I, I totally see why you did it, and I totally see why Jason did it, because he needs more consistent points than what Kyle Pitts is putting up right now. I think it's a perfect way to put it, so I don't have a whole lot to add to that. Alex, any thoughts from you on it? No. (laughs) (laughs) You are America's treasure. All right, next. Matt Rule got fired. Glorious day for me and my Christian McCaffrey stock. Uh, If you had to bet, who is the next coach to get fired? I'm going to go first. I think it's it's the scrub in Arizona. I don't understand how Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury has a job. Yeah, I could see that. Um, and I'm a little bit surprised to even say that too, because it seemed like they were, they did well last year, didn't they? I mean, Murray, in the past couple of years, it just feels like Murray did well. So therefore I feel like the team did well, but I, I don't really follow the Cardinals that well. The Cardinals are really weird. They started out like something ridiculous, like eight and one and finished nine and eight. And yeah. that's been the theme every year of their careers. Like they start out hot and then crater at the end. Yeah, no, sure. That's a good one. Um, I can tell you who I hope gets fired next, and he's in Detroit, but, you know. Don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who else would you want? He, he, can, he can get another job as, like, head cheerleader, because that's all he's good at anyway. We have, like, the number one offense in the league. <laughs> yeah, thanks to our offensive coordinator. Who's calling no. the plays? Hey, who is our offensive coordinator? Huh? Is Anthony Lynn? No. Or is he hard? No. He's who brand he? new. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. He's he was. I I love him so much because he wasn't featured on Hard Knocks. He he basically said, "Hell no, let me do my job," and he's got the number one offense in the league. Whereas the defensive guy was going at it with the running backs coach, and he's got the worst defense in the league because you know he had to look it on camera. No, well, I, all of his. All of his people are hurt, and the only thing that gave him was Aiden Hutchinson. I know. I'm just I'm just fanning the flames. I know you just make me sad. <laughs> All right, so you want Campbell to be fired, but any guesses who you think would be next? Oh, Alex? Me? Who do I think yeah. is going to get fired next? Yeah, Urban Meyer again. <laughs> He's gonna find right. a way. He yep. did so bad. They're just someone's just gonna fire him anyway. God willing. All right, next. Was, was he the guy that like kicked the trash can? There was like a meme I saw, <laughs> and it was like Urban Meyer got accused of abusing his team, and it was him kicking a trash can. <laughs> um, anyway. could be. I'm not familiar with that one. Because the saying his team was trash. Anyway, um, who do I think should get fired? I don't know. 
I think that was the only major one was the Carolina Panthers head coach. It was the only one that I really think of that people were like losing their mind off. Um, I think a lot of people on the team were even saying so, but I love Dan Campbell. Um, You know what? Let's go hard. Bill Belichick. I need something new in New England. All right. Next. Carly is the last undefeated team. She's got a bit of a murderer's row coming up. Her next five games are Steve, Bobby, Steve, Alex, and Kelly. Predict her first loss, or will she run the table? She won't run the table. Um, it's either it's either going to be Alex or you, but not this week. She's in the uh, I'm I'm riding that train until it it loses the first game uh, mode at this point. Um, she just keeps finding a way to win, and so I'm not going to bet against that until I see a, a loss. All right, fair enough. All right, so you're going to go with either Bobby or our second matchup. No. No. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I thought you said she's not going to go undefeated. Correct. It's not going to be me this week. Correct. And I did hear the part about, like, I'm going to keep going for it until it loses. Yep. You missed the part where I said it's going to be either you or Alex. Oh, me or Alex, not me or Bobby. Okay, my apologies. All right, Alex, where are you at? I think Kelly has a possibility of winning out. I know she has a hard thing moving forward, but, like, I don't know. Kelly always comes back in the end. Same with you, Lucas. You're both very talented fantasy football You know what? Player. You guys are cut from the same cloth, man. But we were that listening? Was not, that was not even the question. Wait, what was the question? <laughs> we were talking about Kelly, right, in her upcoming schedule? Carly! Oh... Carly's undefeated. When is she going to lose? Well, it's not my fault their names are so similar. I'm not going out <laughs> making friends with people named Alex. Okay? There's a reason. <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's a reason our parents didn't name Steve and then made named me Beeve. All right. Now, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Carly, you're both the greatest. But I don't think she's going to go undefeated. I have a hard time imagining people going undefeated. Um, I, she's probably going to lose to me, so... Um, overconfidence, right? It's going to be a good year. <laughs> okay. Uh, 49 points and 39 points in the last two weeks. Is Tom Brady back? No. God, God, I hope not. And no. I don't. It's just he's so dependent upon everyone else on his team. So, like, at this point, like what you were saying about last year, how he had almost, like, two years ago when he won the Super Bowl, He's very dependent on the people around him. And you can kind of tell a little bit. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's still amazing at leading an offense. And he has skills. But, like, and he doesn't quite look like Peyton Manning did in his final year, where he looked like he was, like, 45 pounds. But I don't know. He probably has other stuff off the field he has to worry about now as well. I don't know if that will affect his play, but. I think he's fantastic in our format. Those half point per completions just keep dumping it down to Leonard Fournette. Uh, yes, please, because I've got him in a league that I'd like to finally win, but not ours. All right. Next, Lucas, what is more ridiculous, Alex quitting one for one or Cam no showing us like six weeks in a row? Okay, well, this is week five podcast, so I'm wondering how it's six in a row. Um, Don't ruin my narrative. 
And I didn't say I quit one for one. What I don't if know. I had a one for one right now. Sure, Alex does not have a one for one in every episode, granted. But he has set the bar so freaking high for himself that it's got to be really difficult to keep beating it week after week. So I give him a pass on that. Uh, I do miss it. I love them when they're on, but uh, that's got to be hard to 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 think up really good ones week after week. So it, it does come randomly, and that's the thing. So sometimes I'm just staring at a notebook, and I'm like, I got nothing. That's that's <laughs> where the gems come from. Yeah, that's uh, why I'm not yeah. a pro. I yep. do have a one for one this week though. Awesome. Can't wait. It's nothing much. Ready? Here it comes. Steven, you hurt my feelings. Is that the one That's for it. one? That's my one for one. The one thing that I wanted to bring to this podcast <laughs> is that you hurt my feelings, and I bet you hurt Cam feelings, too. <laughs> All right, then we'll move on to the next one. That was a good one for one, right, Lucas? That was awesome. Thanks. That was off the cuff. A quick side note, I always really appreciated the episode of Ted Lasso where Roy's like, you hurt my feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Singular. Yep. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. I think that is our 10 for 10. So we are going to pivot to our, our jankings for the week. So, all right. Lucas, you were 9 for 10 last week, and uh, you just missed. So I actually like your chances. I'm curious to see how you pull it off this week. Well, All right. I actually- I actually did some research this time, so I probably am going to really screw it up. <laughs> I, I just need to be more like Alex and just have it fly off the cuff. <laughs> All right, last week, just to kind of set the table for everybody else. Jason, 10. Kelly, 9. Lucas, 8. I was 7. Cam, 6. Bobby, 5. Alex, 4. Derek, three, Matthew, two, and Carly, one. So that sets us up for now. And just a reminder, this does not factor in the Thursday night game at all. Who is number 10, guys? Mm, Kelly. Mr. Consistent. Jason. <laughs> one for one, Lucas. Um I'm actually going to take a moment and paint an optimistic picture for Jay. I haven't done that a lot in the past this season, so I want to make it right. I think things that Jason can look forward to for the rest of the season. He might get Dak Prescott back this week, but should get him back the following week for certain. That's going to help when he has to stop debating whether it's going to be Kirk Cousins or who's his other dumpster starts. There you go. Um, two, I think the Kittle thing is going to help his team. Three, um, he re- he just made a move uh, before the episode. He signed Taysom Hill to put him on his roster, and I love that move because either what, he's going to keep being the lowest scoring team or he's going to take advantage of some of those Taysom Hill boom weeks. Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill missed one week, but of the four weeks he's played, you'd be happy with that score four times or twice, pardon me, in your wide receiver tight end spot. You'd be okay with it once, and you busted once. That's not a bad rate. And I think that – oh, sorry, my fourth thing. Tony Pollard, I'm convinced that's the better running back in Dallas, and he's been getting about 40% of the snap share pretty consistently. I think that's going to go up as the year progresses. So if that happens, he's got Leonard Fournette and Tony Pollard playing running back, and I think that could do him well. So reasons for optimism if you are Jason. 
All right. Nine. Kelly. Alex? I'm going to say Kelly, too. Was nine, stays nine. Consistent again. Yeah, um, well, I don't want to spoil uh, information coming in the podcast in a little bit, but nine versus ten this week. Um, if yeah. she ever... If she ever had a chance at a win, this is a good one uh, with Jason down for the reasons you just said, right? Uh, Prescott's not in yet, um, and, you know, Hill could be boom or bust. But her roster, I don't know, it's just a, it, it just goes to show the weirdness of fantasy football this year. Like, her roster is not terrible. Um, Josh Jacobs has come out of nowhere uh, for, unfortunately, on a bye this week, but top five running back this year already. So um, the fact that Jonathan Taylor is not consistently putting up Jonathan Taylor numbers, um, and she's got him to to have in there to kind of offset that, um, same sort of thing, right? They just they just both have to hit uh, and, and get that that consistency there. Um, she has beginning to beginning to come around on Stafford uh, where the rest of us were preseason in that she is not happy with him. Um, and that really has, has been a big factor in her not winning uh, yet this season. So, um, and then chase as well, right? Like it, it's just great roster. Mike Evans, Jamar chase, um, Jonathan Taylor, great names. They just, none, none of them have produced yet. Uh, and and you just see it in the record. I think it's a good way to put it. And the Jamar Chase one is blowing my mind. Like, I just thought this was going to be this year's Justin Jefferson. And it could still happen, but it's obviously not there yet. Yep. All right. So we're not waving the white flag. We just need guys to play like their names indicate. All right. Eight. Lucas. Who's got two thumbs and is number eight? <laughs> I want to say Bob Kelso to that, but I'm going to say yes. You both are correct. Lucas, you are eight. The fact that I'm eight and 0 oh and 5 is a win for me. Um, I, I really don't know what to say anymore. I really don't. It's incredibly frustrating. Uh, we talked about it earlier about how two of my matchups going down the the last minute of Monday night. Um, they've been, just been so close. Um, and it's just, it's one wrong move after one wrong move. Like last week it was T Higgins and, and not getting the, um, not getting a catch. It was pulling the plug too early on Jeff Wilson. You know, that, that could have been, it was not playing Gabe Davis. Although I'm not kicking myself for that one because, I I was never considering him anyway. Um, so you know, any, again, any one of those moves, and I crushed Derek last week. Um, but no, I lose by two points because Devonta Adams scores in the final minute. Um, so I'm still overall happy with my team, but it just has not lined up. Um, that's the the best way I can put it at this point. 
I, I agree. I think the the one thing that makes me a little more nervous for your team versus the two what the, that we've talked about, um, I think there very clearly is a good division and a not good division this year, and I and the two previous teams before you are in the not good division this year. Um, and so is Alex. No, Alex is with you. Uh, you guys are a lot better minus our top team of Carly. So it's just going to be a little more of a slog for you. You're going to have a higher strength of schedule, I guess the, the prognosticators would say. But I have to agree with everything you said about who's on your roster. And Chris Olave is going to help. Yeah, and Brian Robinson just scored a touchdown. So happy to see him start to pick up where I was hoping he would be. Oh, that's fantastic. Start of the season. Yep. Seven. You go first, Alex. I don't want you stealing my pick. Derek. You say no, Derek? Cam. Cam. I say Cam. Yeah, I am saying Cam as well. Our first deviation from last week, down one spot from six to seven, Cameron. Yeah, man. Um, I'm going to try to fill some air here because I think Steve just got disconnected. Woo-woo. Um, so let me talk about Cam's team, Alex. Yeah, you ready, let's do it. You ready, you ready for this? All right. Yeah, I'm ready. He's got a really good quarterback. Goes, yep. goes, goes by the name of J. Dot. He's got the, he's got the boy. Have you heard of him before? I have. Have you? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. He's really good. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he still had the same, um, sort of thing that I ran into last week, right? He, J. Dot's going to be J. Dot. He's going to give him his points, but, Nobody else did anything for him last week. Uh, AJ Brown, Aaron Jones. Um, yeah, and the fact that he's got two of the guys that I have on my dynasty team, uh, DJ Moore and Zeke Elliott, who you almost have to start, even though they're doing horrible. Uh, but he's uh, smarter than I am at this point and has them both on his bench. Uh, and I don't blame him. Uh, so hopefully with the Matt Rule firing, you're happy for CMC. Uh, and Baker is hurt, so that could be good too. Uh, I mean, it can't get any worse for DJ Moore. So get rid of the coach, get rid of the quarterback. Who knows? Stranger things have happened. Um, but, yeah, he's got those players again on his team too. Good names, should be doing well, and just have not hit yet this season. Uh, it's very similar to Kelly. Uh, Steven needs to turn on his mic. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's probably really helpful. Um, just to piggyback on your point real quick, I think on the downside, um, Curtis Samuel has just done him a big fat nothing for tonight so far, but I think overall he is still in good shape for this week because he is playing Derek, who has two of his top players on by and some injuries to deal with. So um, I think Ooh. this is in real good shape to get to uh, two and four. Yeah, I know the blood. I think we need to war. switch up some rivalries, and this needs to be a new one. <laughs> Who would that default to? Then it would be Bobby and Carly. So we'd ha- they'd have to have a reason. <laughs> we'll make it work. We we can make it work. Yes, <laughs> make it work. All right. Let's see if I can do that without dropping off the call this time. All right. Six. I'm uh, gonna. Oh, yeah. Go no, ahead. No, no, your turn, your turn. I went first. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say it's Steve. 
Uh, I'm gonna say yeah, um, yeah. I'm gonna say Steve. You're both right. Uh, up a spot from seven to six after a tumble for three weeks in a row. I tell you, uh, I don't know that I want to say the Javante injury, Javante Williams injury was a good thing because you know I, want, I really don't want a guy's livelihood to be compromised. But just from my team perspective. The excuse to put Damian Pierce in the lineup. I don't know if you guys saw this, but PFF said it's the first time they ever recorded a running back forcing 17 missed tackles in that Jacksonville game. That guy was a beast. And I was, I had a freak out moment. I don't know if you guys probably weren't paying attention to this and I wouldn't blame you, but like he got to 100 yards, got the two point bonus and then lost a yard on his last carry of the game where they're doing the run the clock out thing. And I was like, I lose by a point. But anyway, uh, so McCaffrey, and Damian Pierce is my running backs I'm in love with. Jeff Wilson, I don't love him, but as your backup bi-week fill-in, great. Um, I think we're going to start talking about, with my team, the opposite of what you have been talking about, Lucas. I don't have brand, a lot, a lot of my guys aren't brand named. These were guys I got hoping for taking the step this year, uh, forward, particularly, uh, a ton of rookies with George Pickens, Romeo Dobbs, Damian Pierce. So it's about if my guys can actually start to be something. So, Hopefully they do, or and obviously the linchpin of the whole thing, Michael Pittman. So anyway, nice to finally not have a crap week and uh, get a win. So hopefully I can give Carly a run for her money. Here, here. Hey, hey. All right. Now we are getting to I think the the real upper crust of the league. Five. Yeah. This, yeah, I was gonna say that this is my biggest. Uh, predicted move of the week, and I, I'm going to say Derek as well. Derek? Nice job, guys. Was three, now five. Derek. Um, I think Derek's going to lose this week. Uh, like I said, just uh, it's about who he doesn't have playing and all of that, but big picture, he's got three top 12 wide receivers. He's got the number three running back in the league. Kyler's a little down this year, but still down this year is the number six quarterback, so basically he's just got to find a decent flex player and he's got some options there so i think like i said these top five teams to me all have a chance to win the championship and right now just after a little bit of a lull this past week even with uh winning the week i think that uh i like what he's got here four cam Cam, what do you think oh wait cam's Mm, I'm gonna say ah, this is gets hard though. Yeah, right, Matt? right in the meat, right in the meat of the order. It's it's hard. Yeah, I'm gonna say Matt. Matt. Yep. I'm gonna go Bobby. Lucas, you're holding on. Uh, was five moves up a spot to four, Bobby? Really? Love it. Okay. Well. I still think Bobby has a really good team, but I mean, I know it's all about the uh, wide receivers, like I was saying before, which again can be inconsistent. But like, as long as they're averagely doing what they're supposed to be doing, he's going to get enough wins to get to the playoffs. So, because um, yeah, I mean, Tom Brady, what you're saying though too is like, yeah, he came back a little bit, which he kind of needs him to do. But because yeah, he got 49.49 week before and 30, almost 40 last week. But I think the big thing is too is right, he has. I'm trying to look at their actual rankings, but it's hard on ESPN. Is the number one two wide receiver in Stefan Diggs? 
number eight in Mike Williams, number five in Tyreek Hill. So it's like that's what I had last year, and I ended up winning the whole thing because I had three wide receivers like that. So um, I don't know how Kenneth Walker is going to do, but I do know he is slated to get more play now, right? Uh, yeah, Rashad Penny broke his leg. He's the number one. Yeah, but and he did get like what? He had a touchdown last week, which is pretty impressive. But yeah, it had a really nice run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes, and it might be like a really solid running back in the long run. So it might just be a really good team, just kind of depending upon how Tom Brady does moving forward. Yeah, if Tom Brady falls off, uh, Tannehill's on his bench. So that would really be the only concern I would have. Um, the week before, it was Diggs and Hill who went off. And this past week, it was Diggs and Williams. Like, it's just pick two of the three. And some weeks, all three may hit. So, uh, And then with Mixon as your number one and now Walker as your number two and Stevenson on your bench, it's just it's that quarterback that if he, Tom keeps going, he's he's going to be tough to beat. Yeah, that's uh just real quick. That's the one thing I would add. Like keep an eye on Ramondre Stevenson. This could be the the next guy to take the Damian Pierce sleep. Yep. All right, but for now we'll move on. Three. Um, Matthew. Matt. You guys got it. Drop a spot from two to three. Matthew. I love this team. I think it's, uh, they think the flex spot is terrible. I think anytime you're playing David Montgomery. Yeah. Um, but I think now we're talking about these are the good teams, but we're talking about what's going to be the thing that maybe keeps them from getting to the top spot. For me, it's that. Um, of all the elite quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson is the guy. If you tell me one of the elite quarterbacks had a bad week, my money's going to be on him. He just, uh, last two weeks, I think it's been 150 yards and a touchdown and, uh, makes up for it on the ground, but that's less, that's less beneficial in our league with our formats where half point for completion versus standard league. So it nullifies some of that a little bit. So I like the team. Um, I think they're going to be living in this territory for most of the year and, uh, I'm just happy for Matt. Uh, he's been a while since he's had a team that uh, has kind of had a run like this for a while. Just like to say, preseason, I I said it. I really liked his draft, and, and it's been panning out for him. Um, unfortunately, he's playing me this week, and that means Montgomery in a crap game should get, like, two points. And now uh, he's got – he's sitting on eight and a half. It's not a lot. But it's pretty good for a 12 to 7 matchup. That's pretty much almost done. So, and, you know, spoiler alert, but Chicago's on the goal line, fourth down. You know what's going to happen here because he's playing me. So we'll keep people updated. Hmm. <laughs> we will. All right. Two. I want to say Carly, but like knowing you, I'll say me. Who has two thumbs and is pointing at the co-host? <laughs> Alex, a nice little jump up from four to two this week. Thank you, thank you. Well, that was a precipitous climb from the beginning of the season. Because what did I oh, start this is still a thing. Was I eight? Something like that. Remember that when your power drinking said I was eight? Yeah. 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 For, for the first two weeks, you were eight. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I've been making some pretty solid, like, everybody's, like, doing decent. Besides Nick Chubb, who's gone, like, above and beyond. Like, I've had so many people that are just, like, doing 
and Justin Jefferson's doing pretty solid, but like I've had so many people that are just like doing solid. So like Brees Hall, um, who else was I going to say? Um, let me look at my team here real quick. Mark Andrews has been doing pretty solid, um, for tight end. I think he's the number two tight end in the league. Um, Jared Goff has been doing way more solid than he should be doing. Uh, Tyler Lockett's been getting, which is strange because now that Russell Wilson's there, Tyler Lockett's actually been more consistent. But we'll see if that keeps happening. Um, and yeah, I just, it's not like a championship lineup, but it's a solid team that works together and is getting the job done. So I like it. I want to, I'm curious as to see how it's going forward. I did end up having to bench Deontay Johnson and Najee Harris as the Pittsburgh, uh, Steelers offense has been underwhelming, but I don't know. We'll see. I did have to start Aaron Rodgers this week though. So whoever plays me is probably going to get the win, but we'll find out. I think quarterback is your your big hiccup. Like I just I understand your love of Jared Goffacles or whatever nickname we have for him, but nobody's going to win a championship with Jared Goff. I just I don't I'm not there. Maybe. What if I did? It'd be pretty funny. It would be pretty fun unless that championship game against me again. I would be a little sadder about that whole. I'll be like the Detroit Lions winning the not the Super Bowl but like something. (laughs) <laughs> All right, number one. Carly. Well said. Mm, thank you. And way to run the table, Lucas. Very impressive. I expect I thought the Alex move the two was a gift in the mail. Yeah. But no, um, I told you last week the cheat code was it would take a lot for Matt to get past her because um, I think he was two last week. I'll give you the cheat code again. She could put up zero. She's not going to be no. She's going to be number one again next week. So, yeah. Well, I mean, and there's a reason for that. Uh, shall we repeat what we said last week? Um, Kelsey, talking about Andrews at number two tight end. Well, you got Kelsey at number one. Um, Barkley again as the pleasant surprise. Um, I had a text on a different thread about a half hour before the show saying Saquon Barkley to the Bills is that real and so I had to quickly look which it is not real but can you imagine like where did they see that and is there any hint of truth to that but if Saquon Barkley goes to the Bills like just give her the money now <laughs> we're, we're done um Metcalf along the lines of the locket like that Alex was talking about. I wanted to stay away from both of them because look at their quarterbacks, Geno Smith and Drew Locke. No way. Um, and so Geno being the surprise, Metcalf and Lockett are doing well. Um, now, the one thing I would do um, is I'd probably put in Cooper over Christian Kirk at this point. Uh we were a little hesitant on Kirk. It was a pleasant surprise early on, but he's starting to come back down as Trevor Lawrence is coming down. Um, and, and so I have a little bit more faith in Cooper, uh, over Kirk at this point. Um, or heck, throw in your new wide receiver. Uh, Devonta Smith has been doing pretty well as well. So, and I do fully admit that I also said preseason that Cooper was a horrible draft pick. So I will, I will fall on that sword. And and each crow at at least at this part of the season. Hmm. You know, normally we talk about the bad beats that we take 
because, you know, we're on this podcast, but I want to take a minute to acknowledge poor Matt last week. He was projected to win that thing pretty late into the Monday night game until Travis Kelsey caught three fourth quarter touchdowns. Like I can't imagine watching that happen to me. Like that would be brutal. Yeah. Well, I think she needed like 17 or 18 points from Kelsey uh, to win that matchup on Monday night. And so I, when I saw that, I'm like, okay, that's like a subpar day for him. You know, he scores 20 on average. So that's definitely doable. But uh, so I wasn't surprised to see that he pulled out the win for her, but, in that fashion, um, he, he made a lot of hearts break around the fantasy football world uh, on Monday night, that's for sure. Did, did you see the, really quick aside, did you see all the memes the, the next day on, on Twitter and stuff about Kelsey and the four touchdowns? That is any of them. Did you ever watch Married with Children? Oh, yeah. There was a recurring line that Al Bundy would always say about how he scored four touchdowns in one game in high school. And, and so somebody put together a video of that and tagged Kelsey and Kelsey owned up on it and said, absolutely, you can call me Ted Bundy. Or Ted Bundy. <laughs> Ted Bundy's the wrong one. Al Bundy. <laughs> absolutely. All right. Well, congratulations, Carly. That is, uh, this isn't her, look, you, you track this, is her third week at number one or is her second week? Uh, this is her second week at number one. Okay, well, she's gonna be there for a while. Alright, so we, uh, we will pivot to the uh, predictions for the week. So, you, you alluded to, well, actually I'm not gonna get there first. So the, the jank up of the week is two Alex versus four Bobby. Who do you have? Alex. Um, yeah, I'll go Alex. Yes. That's going to be a tough one. I'm going to take Alex, and so does ESPN. Mm. Uh, just to give an honorable mention, uh, last week we had one versus two, and like you pointed out, Lucas, this week we have nine versus ten. Nine, Kelly versus ten, Jay. I'm going to give Kelly the win this week. Get her off the schneid. Kelly. Uh, it's hard because I got the cheat code here to know how a couple of Jay's guys did this week, but I will say that uh, I'm going to go with Kelly as well. I don't want to say ESPN has a prediction yet because they, uh, they're they factoring in that Kelly has a player in her lineup that's projected to score zero points, so obviously she's going to change that before Sunday. All right. Next we have one Carly versus six Steve. I'm going with Carly. I said before, I'm going with Carly until she proves me wrong. I'm going with Steve. Ah, oh, thanks, man. You're welcome. This is uh, this is the nightmare though that you referenced earlier in the podcast, uh, Lucas. Uh, she's got her quarterback is going Monday night. It's the worst because you you know they could go anywhere, so I could have be up sixty points and I don't feel comfortable. Yep. All right. Who haven't I got to? Oh, uh, three Matt versus you eight Lucas. Oh, Matt. Just like I'm going with Carly until she proves me wrong, I'm going with whoever's playing me until I prove me wrong. Yeah, I'm going to go with Matt, too. Yes, Ian joins us. Alex, is it a clean sweep? Yeah, it is. 
All right. The Blood War. What really should be the jank up of the week? Five Derek versus seven Cameron. Who you got, guys? Huh. Oh, man, this was hard. I don't know. I was, uh, I feel like we're like vying for their support with this one. But I, I think Cam, I'm going to say Cam. What do you guys say? Derek, please understand that I have never met you in person, and Cam is my brother-in-law. So the chances of me being physically harmed by one of two of you is much higher with one of you than the other. So know that when I say I am picking Derek this week. I do think there's a chance Josh Allen could single-handedly do the thing like he almost did last week, especially in this matchup. But uh, I think uh, Derek's just got more talent top end, and I think it's going to be Derek. But ESPN disagrees, but it's the same thing with Kelly's matchup. He's got Rashad Bateman projected for zero, so clearly Derek's going to – no, I'm sorry. I'm walking that back. I'm projecting uh, Cam because Derek's like – just as two big players on by this week. So uh, I'm going to go against the grain and pick a mini upset with Cameron. All right, guys. I think that is the episode for tonight. I won't mandate any recommendations, but do you have anything that you proactively want to give up? Sorry, what was that? <laughs> We're good, Alex. Uh, Lucas, anything? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I thought we had missed that is five matchups. I thought we had missed one, so I was going back to review. Oh, gotcha. Um, I'm trying yeah, to remember the yeah. I'm trying to remember all the Netflix stuff I've been recommending, and so I so I don't re-recommend something. Um, I I'll go with I'll go with Cobra Kai right now. It's it's a love hate relationship I have with that show. Um, I watched the first season. And they actually did fairly decent, but I don't know. I just, I feel like it's one of those shows where I have to watch because I've invested so much into it. And like the first half of all the seasons, it's like really slow and sucky. And like, I I just don't like it, but I just keep plodding along. And then at some point in the mid to late mid part of the season, it kind of turns around and becomes fairly decent with writing and stuff. So. There's my really awesome, encouraging <laughs> recommendation of the week. I I agree, but I've got to say, if 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 Johnny wasn't on that show, like there's just I wouldn't like I, that. To me, he carries that thing single handedly. Yeah, he does. Re- the the Ralph Macchio character. Why can't oh Daniel Sun? Um, they just do way too many like. Okay, really? Like you haven't learned your lesson yet? Like characters are supposed to grow, and you're making the same mistake for the fourth time. Yeah, uh, sort of awkward, bad writing. So anyway, okay. all right. Uh, I will go with uh, East New York. That's on CBS. Anything starring Jimmy Smith, I'm going to recommend. So, Mazel Tov. All right, but that's going to be us for yeah. this week. So, I have a recommendation. What? I have a recommendation. No, oh, for the love. It's not Shrek. I promise. <laughs> or Mighty Ducks. It's Midnight Club on Netflix. It's pretty dope. I'm like halfway through. I'm really a fan of it. It's kind of like horror but not really horror And then like, it's like made by the same people who made Haunting on Hill House. It's pretty dope. Oh, horror <laughs> Yeah. What do you think I said? Horry. 
<laughs> yeah, horror. <laughs> That'd be a different horror. recommendation. Horror. Horror. You lost me at horror. I thought I, I figured I'd get bring you in with horror. No, you brought me in with horror. Oh. All right. It's a little of that too. It's not. Good night, Gracie. Huh? 